Hey guys, it's Will from RevolutionaryLifestyleDesign.com coming to you with a video today on how to be a man. Um, this is one of the more important videos that I'm going to have for you guys and one of the more important articles that I have on my website. The reason is this stuff isn't taught anymore. Um, traditional masculinity has been under attack for the last 40 or 50 years. Um, the defining uh, sentence against it is that masculinity is toxic. Um, if you want to understand the underpinnings of our society and, and what is now the ruling class, I suggest you look into cultural Marxism. Cultural Marxism is defined by its destruction of the nuclear family, its destruction of um, traditional masculinity in the fact that it leads to what's called the authoritarian personality. Um, you can look up the book by Adorno on that. And the authoritarian personality leads to fascism. And it's a system of critical theory um, and defined to bring down the traditional pillars of Western society, which has traditionally been God, um, family, and country. And it's done so by engaging the so-called minority classes, which would be women, um, homosexuals, now transgendered, uh, racial minorities, and stuff like that. Not to say that a lot of good things haven't happened in the past 60 years, and that you know tolerance isn't isn't is definitely a good thing. Uh, but the attack on masculinity has been horrible for guys in my generation. Um, we're shamed for a lot of the things that come to us naturally. So it's really important for you guys to understand that your masculinity is not only okay, but it's a good thing. Being strong, self-reliant, and self-sufficient is the only way to live, okay? And I'm going to break down for you in a bunch of really simple concepts that I use every single day on how to be a man. This is stuff that your dad should have taught you um, growing up, but in this day and age, not only is it not taught, but it's shamed. And I want to clarify that for you. And I want to give you this code to live by because being a man is one of the most important things in your life. It defines who you are and it defines how you see the world. And it gives you a strength and a sense of purpose that, you know, no other creed is going to give you. Okay. This is really important, especially for you young guys. So, let me get started here on the rules. Uh, number one is be selfish. Okay. Already, this is going to be controversial for, you know, politically correct people. If you're the, a politically correct type, just stop reading now. Um, beta males, feminists, just stop reading. This is, stop reading the article and stop watching this video. Okay. It's not for you. Be selfish. Put yourself first because no one else will. Capitalism and libertarianism and any system that's built on the individual knows that people are selfish and makes the best use out of, the, out of that selfishness. Um, Steve Jobs, extremely selfish guy. Because of him, we have smartphones and we have amazing computers, you know, and we have touchscreens. Um, he completely redefined the world. He gave us amazing technology. And if you read his biography, he was insanely selfish, uh, insanely narcissistic. Selfishness is, is 
the engine of human progress. I have absolutely no problem um, being extremely selfish with my time and my focus, which is my mission here because I'm building something great and I don't expect anything from other people. Um, I, I don't go out of my way to hurt people or be unethical. So I have no problem completely focusing on myself because shame and guilt are not motivators for me. When someone tries to shame me or guilt me, um, I discard that idea and I get rid of that person out of my life. An ambitious, purpose-driven man who puts himself on a pedestal will also always be the most attractive kind of man for women. And guys, if you're if you've read about being an alpha male, being an alpha male is putting yourself first and there's nothing wrong with that. Every good leader in this world is going to put himself first. You have to. If you want to help other people, you have to put yourself first to get yourself in a position of money and power before you can help others. Um, if you're living life at the bottom, you can't help anyone. Okay. Um, being selfish doesn't mean you have to be an asshole. It just means that self-actualization and self-development is your top priority. And there's nothing to be ashamed of on that. Okay. I, everyone's selfish anyways. So it's only the people that tell you that they're not selfish. They're, they're living a lie and they're perpetuating that lie to other people around them. So just own it. Okay. You know, if someone tells me I'm selfish. Yeah, I am. You know, if you don't like me, then don't hang out with me. It's as simple as that. Number two, have a mission. What's your purpose in life? You should have an on tap answer for that within a sentence. Okay. My purpose in life is to make RLD revolutionary lifestyle design, the greatest personal development company for men. There is, I want to make positive changes with as many possible men in this world. And that's it. That's what I'm here for. I live, I wake up to do this. Okay. Your life is defined by your mission. If you don't have a mission, you're lost. Okay. Get your mission together. If, if, if you don't have one, I suggest you stop watching this video right now and pull one together. Okay. This is the most important thing. Number three, be assertive. Unless your life's in danger, when someone disrespects you, you need to let them know right away that their behavior is unacceptable. Okay. That could mean doing it politely. And if they continue doing it, not so politely, the only time I won't do this is if, you know, my life could be in danger. You know, if, if you're at a table full of mafia guys, um, you know, chances are talking back is going to get you shot. But then again, you shouldn't be at a table full of mafia guys anyways. Uh, it's very easy for me to be assertive because I don't surround myself by people who are disrespectful. I don't surround myself by thugs. I don't go to places where thugs are. So anytime I'm in a situation where someone's disrespectful to me, it's very easy for me to uh, put them in their place very quickly because my life is not in danger. So it's one of those things where I don't like to do it, but it's about walking softly, but also carrying a big stick. If you're not assertive and you let someone disrespect you, then you're not living life as a man. And I'm telling you guys, those little areas of disrespect, that's something that could haunt you for the next month. You could be thinking about what you should have said to that guy. Don't let yourself be in a position where you're upset over something for the next couple months, dreaming about what you should have said. 
say it at the time. Nothing is going to happen to you, you know, assuming that this guy's not a thug and, you know, you haven't put yourself in physical danger. Nothing's going to happen to you for calling someone out. You might deal with a bit of shame from the people around you, but fuck them. Okay. Assert yourself, you know, be a man, right? If, if that's, if what someone's saying is conflicting with my personal pride, that person's going to hear it. Um, and I don't care if that alienates that person or the other people around me because being a man comes first. Okay. Number four, be honorable. If you want to ha- be, if, if you want a chance at a happy life, you can't be a scumbag ripping people off. Um, you know, if you own a business, don't rip off your clients. Don't underpay your employees. Treat people with respect. Don't fuck over your friends. That's what snakes do. And snakes aren't men. Okay. Being a man means being a stand-up guy. And you don't hear that word too often because there aren't too many stand-up guys anymore. You know, I have maybe four guys in my life that I can count on as, as stand-up guys who I've been friends with for a long time. Everyone else, you know, you can't be sure. But you want to, the, you want to be one of those guys who guys can be sure about. And this extends to my business. So guys know that in my products, I tell the truth on my website. I tell the truth, um, you know, from the feet up, I'm, I'm a guy who's going to be honorable and is going to stand up for what I believe in and and is going to tell the truth. The only time this doesn't extend is to governments or, you know, slave masters. If you've got a job and they're treating you horribly and you're trying to save your money to get out, they're your enemy. If your government's treating you poorly and, and then honor does not play into that. Okay. Your self-survival comes first. But other than that, um, you know, you got to be honorable. Number five, be self-sufficient. Let's get your shit together. Be organized, eat properly, get up early, dress well, have your place clean. This is what men do. Men don't rely on others. Men rely on themselves first and foremost. And other people rely on you, okay? Because you confide in yourself and you can handle yourself. I don't ask anyone for anything, okay? I handle my problems myself. And I suggest you should too. Number six, be confident. Confident literally means confide in yourself. It means that you trust yourself, you handle your problems yourself, and you're able to project that confidence onto others, meaning you have a firm handshake, you can hold eye contact with someone, um, you stand up straight when you walk, you have a natural masculine voice you're able to project. You don't hesitate to talk to a girl that you want to see because you're not apologizing for your existence. Most people walk around with their head down, um, hunched over, apologizing for being alive. Most guys, when they go to talk to a girl, you know, are apologizing just for, you know, interrupting her. Um, As a man, you need to be confident and You need to assume your right of existence and not apologize for it, okay? Funny thing happens when you confide in yourself and you trust in yourself is that other people confide in you. Other people tell you their problems. Other people um, trust you to handle them. Uh, I take my own problems myself and 
that gives me the strength to take on other guys' problems. I built an entire website about handling problems for other guys. My friends come to me with their problems because I'm strong enough to handle that. And the reason I'm strong enough to handle that is literally just, I will it. I confide in myself and I handle things myself. And I've had some real trying times in my life, um, but I've never regretted not handling them myself. Because when I do, no matter how, how dark it seems at the time, I look back and that's the character that shaped me into the kind of strong man that I am today. Okay. Number seven, be sincere. Passive aggressiveness is the hallmark of women and beta males. As men, you need to communicate yourself sincerely. And the reason most people don't do this is they're afraid what's going to happen. They're afraid, you know, if you tell a girl that you like her and you want to get coffee with her, she's going to say no. Well, when she does say no, that's it. That's the worst that can happen. So you're interested in some girl and she's not interested in you. Doesn't matter. Okay. Be sincere. Everything else is some kind of protection mechanism. When you communicate authentically and sincerely, you're showing the world that you're not afraid to put yourself out there. And that's what masculinity is. Okay. Number eight, be positive. Show me any successful man and I'll show you a guy who's positive. You can't get anywhere in life without being positive. If, if you look at athletes, most of these guys don't have a brain, but they're going to tell you that they got there by giving 110%. Um, you know, tomorrow's another day. Tomorrow they're going to get that win if they lost. Like, they might not be intellectual, but they're insanely positive. And you need to accept that kind of positivity in your life. This is actually harder. And the more intelligent you are, the easier it is to be negative because there's so many variables in the world that can go wrong. But you need to be almost retarded in your positivity. As an intellectual, I know I've, I've been there at points where I've been negative, but I've conquered that, okay? The human will is the, is the strongest thing there is, and I believe in my will, and I believe in myself, and there's nothing and no one that can take that. And you guys are never going to catch me in a bad mood. You know, my friends aren't going to catch me in a bad mood because I'm able to turn that around, and I know that being negative is so disgusting and, and being a negative person is so disgusting that I will never let um, that permeate into my relationships and into the people that I'm around. Um, people are going to see me as a force for positivity and there's, there's just no other way. So guys, you got to be positive. It's one of the most important things on this list. Okay. Number nine, accept responsibility. Every failure that you've had, and the fact that you're not living the life that you want is your fault. That's the attitude you have to have. If something goes wrong in your business, it's your fault. Um, something goes wrong in your relationships, it's your fault. Okay. The reason it's your fault and your responsibility is because you choose that. True leaders accept responsibility for what happens. People who aren't leaders point the finger and blame someone else. Why aren't you successful? Oh, I had bad luck. Oh, someone did something to me. That's loser talk, okay? Winners say, well, I failed in that, and here are the reasons why, okay? 
I can tell you why I failed in a number of different businesses, largely because of inaccurate thinking. I tried to start an online magazine. Uh, the reason that failed was because I was trying to get people to write for free and people won't write good content for free. And if they do write good content, they won't write it consistently. So I was trying to build a business that needed a lot more capital on a lot less capital. Um, but through that and through a couple other online businesses I failed, I realized that the only online business I can have that's successful, that's content-based, is one that I start myself. Hence the start of Revolutionary Lifestyle Design. I could only start a business where I was completely accountable and I was the only person involved and all the content was written by me because I was the only person that I could rely on and I was the only person that could consistently write content of the highest standard that I would be happy with. And because of accepting responsibility for those failures, I was able to learn from them and I was able to build a business um, that is successful. The flip side to that is you get to accept responsibility for the success. Um, you know, I get to accept responsibility and now I get to live in a great country and, and I have this passive income and I've been able to start other successful businesses as well. Um, a lot of that I've learned from my previous failures that I wouldn't have learned if I didn't accept responsibility. If I didn't ex accept responsibility, I would have been pointing fingers and making the same mistakes again. This is super important, guys. 10, apologize when you're wrong. I hate apologizing, so I make up for that by rarely being wrong. You won't hear me open my mouth and offer a strong opinion on something that I'm not explicitly sure of. Um, I try and avoid arguments if I can. Um, and I try and avoid being rude to people if I can. Um, that means I don't have to apologize very often. If someone is putting me in a position where I have to be rude to them, chances are I'm going to get rid of that person. Uh, because of the type of person that likes to argue and that's a loser trait and I don't have losers around me. If for some reason I've acted emotionally and have been out of line with someone, I'll apologize. The way to apologize is you do it quickly. You say something like, Hey, I'm sorry. I was out of line. Um, you know, I, I won't speak to you that way again or something like that. Um, a sincere apology, in my opinion, is a sign of strength, not weakness. Uh, a weak person is going to lie, deny, blame others, only admit guilt when cornered. Um, again, these are not traits of a leader. If you've been rude to one of your employees, you know, bring them inside, bring them aside, and say, "Look, you know, I was out of line to speak to you like that. Um, you know, I was upset. I acted emotionally, and I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I hope I can accept. I hope you can accept my apology." So that employee could have been steaming for a year, you know, thinking about killing you every day he walks in, you hit him with that apology, that's going to neutralize all those feelings. Not only that, it's going to bring your relationship to an even closer level. And he's probably going to have more respect for you um, than before you insulted him. Um, because he's going to see that you apologize like a man. And not many people are able to do that. With that said, you should avoid having to apologize. Um, you know, just try and avoid those situations if possible. But if you are in that situation, do it like a man, do it quickly and, you know, be done with it. Number 11, don't burden others. 
So this extends kind of to uh, self-sufficiency. Um, I hate when people dump their problems on me. Um, and I don't do it on others. Now, it's completely different on my website. I encourage guys to, um, you know, come to me with problems. I encourage guys to, um, you know, write in with problems and stuff like that in my professional life. But if I have friends who are consistently whining and consistently needy and consistently, you know, you know, having all these problems that they expect me to solve, I'm not going to want to be around them much longer. And in return, I don't dump my problems on others. I don't expect my friends to be there to solve my problems. I have really long friendships lasting, you know, 26, 27 years. The reason is I get when I get together with those guys, it's all assumed that we're, we're there to have a good time, okay? It's assumed that we're there to joke and laugh and build each other up. Um, and, you know, unless it's a major problem, I'm not going to hear about the small problems that my friends have. Um, I'd sooner have a root canal than dump my problems all over my friends. And when you're constantly burdening others, people lose respect for you as a man and no one wants to be around you. Instead of dumping my problems on others, I dump positivity on them. I dump humor. I, I make insightful statements. I listen to um, what they're saying. I'm actively engaged in conversation with them. I respect their opinions. I respect their dreams. I encourage people. People want to be around me because of that. You know, you're this beacon of positivity and people are going to want to be around that. No one's going to want to want to be around someone who's negative and burdening them with their problems all the time. Okay. So don't do it. Number 12, have an abundance mentality. Nothing turns women off more than a needy man. Um, being needy means you're not being self-sufficient. Uh, and that means that you're not content with your life as it is. For me, some girl cancels with me. Some girl doesn't respond to, you know, my online dating message. Um, some girl doesn't want to go on a date with me. It doesn't matter. It, it literally isn't a problem for me. I could not even care less because I've, I've had so many women and I will have so many women. And there are more women that are attracted to me in this world than I could possibly have in my lifetime. I'm not kidding guys, there's 3 billion women on this planet. Probably a billion of them are between, you know, 18 to 35. I mean, you cannot have if you're just a decent looking guy, you couldn't possibly have all the women that would be interested in you. You wouldn't have the time for it. Okay? There's just no way. So, when you're looking at women in this scarcity mentality, you're you know, that's a level of insanity. And that's where jealousy plays in and all these toxic negative problems that people bring to their relationship. Whereas when you have an abundance mentality, you're not upset over little things. Some girl's rude to me that I'm seeing, well, I get rid of her because I have no tolerance for drama or rudeness. And I know I can find another girl within the next day or the next two days at the most. Okay. That's a serious power. And you can drop me anywhere in the world and that, that exists. Um, and that's with friends, that's with anything. I know that I have an abundance of money coming to me, an abundance of women, abundance of all the things I want. So I lose a woman, I lose some money. Um, it doesn't affect me because I live in that abundance. 
And it's one thing to pretend that you're in abundance, but it's another thing to know it. And I strongly encourage you guys to to get in touch with those beliefs on on a deep level and let them you know permeate your consciousness. Number thirteen, feel the fear and do it anyways. So a lot of the time, confidence is great. Um, fake it till you make it, but it doesn't come till after you've done it. So the difference between a coward and a brave man is the brave man does what he's afraid of. Every soldier is afraid, but the courageous soldier just does it anyways. That's the kind of man you want to be. So if you're afraid of something and you want what's behind that fear, just do it. End of discussion. Number 14, be congruent. So be the man you are in secret as the same man you are in public. A fraud does one thing and says another. A congruent man from the feet up, okay? The only time, you know, you can't be congruent is at your job because your money depends on it. And I don't want you guys sleeping on the street because you said the wrong thing and HR had to fire you. But that should be another motivation why and another reason why you shouldn't have a job. Um, I have a business, my own business. My business is anti-fragile. I can say anything. I can say all this politically incorrect stuff to you because no one can fire me and my business isn't dependent on someone giving me resources. Um, but with that said, guys, be congruent as you possibly can and shape your life so that you can be congruent. If I'm around politically correct people, well, I find out they're politically correct. I'm going to get rid of them out of my life because I don't like those kind of people. And if they question my beliefs, I'm going to be congruent on them. And I don't care what they think, right? And if someone's annoying, I just get rid of them. It's very easy. Number 15, be loyal. A lot of people have this objective sense of morality. And you see it a lot in Western countries where, you know, people donate to charities in Africa when you could be donating that money to helping your friends. That's insane to me. Um, if I'm going to give money, I'm going to give it to my friends. I'm going to give it to people that have been there for me. Uh, you know, people put this objective morality ab above the subjective morality. And I don't live like that. My friends and family are far above the average person to me. And I expect that in my friendships. And if a guy's not a stand-up guy and he's not going to put his his loyalty and, and our friendship above um, the average person, then I don't want to be around him. Um, I want to be around guys that are insanely loyal to their friends, okay? Um, it's, it's just the only way to live. Number 16, don't be petty. Being petty is like... A characteristic of someone small, small-minded. You don't see me arguing on these dating forums or arguing in the comments with other guys or arguing with other guys who have red pill websites because that's loser shit. Um, some guy doesn't like me and he posts something on some other site. I don't even think. I'm one. I probably don't even know it exists. And two, I don't respond to it because um, that's just petty loser talk and. Get rid of petty people out of your lives, and you won't even have situations where you need to be petty. Um, it's very easy. Get rid of arguers. Get rid of small-minded people. And the arguments won't even come up. Um, 
you know, don't get caught in, in small arguments. Uh, you know, it's, it's not, it's not, a, it's not the way of the man. Like, you know, do you picture Alexander the great writing negative comments on YouTube videos? I mean, it's just ridiculous. Um, lead by example, number 17. So everything on my blog is something that I've done. That's why guys read it. That's why I get 200,000 visitors a month on my website because they know I'm not an internet marketer. Um, I lead by example. I don't, I don't expect anyone to do what I can't or won't. You know, when I tell guys to put in 12 hour days to get their business up, that's because I put in 12 hour days. Um, you know, walk the walk and talk the talk. And if you want to be a leader and you want people to follow you, you got to be willing to, to do what you say. No one's going to follow you if they see that you're telling them something and, and, and that you don't even do it. It's like getting money advice from a poor person. It's, it seems like poor guys are always the ones telling you how to make money. Um, yeah. If, if I'm going to listen to a guy on how to make money, it's going to be MJ DeMarco or Donald Trump or Bill Gates, you know, someone that actually has money, not some law of attraction dude who lives paycheck to paycheck. Okay. Number 18, go against the grain. Chances are if everyone else is doing it, it's wrong. Everyone else eats a shitty diet. Uh, everyone else works a job they hate. Um, everyone else doesn't have a mission. Everyone else has slave morality. I don't agree with the majority's position on most things. Um, the real man makes his own morality, makes his own philosophy, takes risks and marches to his own drummer. That's all it is, guys. Um, I mean, I'm not rigid about that. The majority could be right on a few things. But for the most of, most of the time, you got to go against the grain because what the average person believes is not going to get you to the point. It's not going to get you to the point of success because success is unnatural. Um, being average, being overweight, working a shitty job is natural. To get unnatural results, you have to put in an unnatural effort and you have to go against the grain. You have to go against what the average person does. Okay. Number 19, don't argue. This is similar to, to not being petty, but just arguing is a waste of time. You know, I don't argue because I'm really only interested in my opinion. Um, with that said, I'm always looking for new information. I'm not tied to my own opinion, but if, 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 if I'm going to debate a point, chances are um, I'm not going to be proven wrong because if I'm going to get into that debate, it's something that I've researched to an insane level. Um, if the debate's about math or science, well, I'm not even going to debate that because I'm, I don't know anything about those two subjects. But on subjects that I know, um, I'm pretty confident in what's right. However, if I see something that leads me to open my mind, I will investigate that thoroughly. Um, the, the problem is you can't really have a de debate with most people. There's only a few guys I can actually debate because debates quickly turn into arguments. Um, most people are unable to get their emotions out of it. And then it's an argument and then nothing happens because everyone's just trying to save face. 
and nothing productive comes out of it. Um, so the best line for solving a disagreement is, you know, let's just agree to disagree on this one. You know, when I say I'm only interested in my opinion, it's like, I don't really care about proving my point to that guy because I know the point is right. Um, and for the most part, right. And if the other guy is obviously right, then I wouldn't be in the debate in the first place. And the thing is, I can debate, but only with a few people with an argument, just avoid them. Okay. Um, most people, you can't have a reasonable discussion. They let their emotions get involved. Um, it's better just to remove yourself from the situation or just to remove that person from your life. A lot of guys love to argue and you know, they're time wasters as far as I'm concerned. Um, really they just want to be right. Um, and they value the argument over the positivity of a friendship. Okay. I value the positivity of a friendship. If my friend says something I, I don't agree with on some topic, I'm not going to argue with that guy because that's going to break rapport of the friendship. I'm just going to go, okay, you know, it, I don't care. I don't, I don't particularly, I don't need to enforce my opinion on everything. Um, because I'm that confident in my own, um, opinions. Okay. Number 20, be a gentleman. So, be polite to waitresses, hold the door for old ladies, hold the elevator for your neighbors. This might sound contradictory to some of the stuff, but that's how, that's the world that I want to live in. Um, I want to live in a nice, polite world around nice, polite people. And I act with respect and therefore I expect respect. Um, it's only when someone disrespects me that I, I become that animal and I don't want to have to be that animal. Um, I'd rather be a gentleman and I'd rather be nice to people and I'd rather have nice people around me. Okay. Number 21, be accountable. So do what you say and say what you're going to, and, and do what you say and say what you do. Um, you know, show up on time for things, show up to something you say you're going to do. Um, don't, don't tell people like, you know, don't cancel on someone because something better came up. You know, I don't cancel all my friends if I'm tired. Um, I don't cancel because it's too far. That's stuff that girls do. Um, girls are always just waiting for, like, the best possible thing. That's why girls always tell you maybe because, like, they might meet up with you if, if that's the best option at that time. Because um, for women, being accountable and having their word just means nothing to them. That also means that you have to say no a lot to some things. Um, if I don't want to do something, I will tell the person no. I'll do it politely, but I won't just say, yeah, I'm going to be there and then, then not do it. Um, to be accountable, you have to say no a lot and know that if you say yes, then you have to do it. So if if, if someone asks you to do something and you, you just like maybe want to go and you know, you can't just say yes and then, and then think, well, I'll decide on the day whether I'm going to do it. You know, if it's like a maybe just say, nah, you know, I'm, I'm probably not going to be able to make that, but thanks for the offer. Something like that. Number 22, this is the last one here is don't play the victim. So we talked about cultural Marxism and one of the core defining tenets of cultural Marxism and how they've been able to be so effective is to, mobilize the victim mentality on a massive scale. 
you look at everything behind cultural Marxists who are the current ruling class, and it's an ideology of victimization. This person's more privileged than I am. I've been victimized. I have dealt with microaggressions. I've dealt with racism. I've dealt with um, authoritarianism. I've dealt with post-traumatic stress disorder from my breakup with my boyfriend. Like absolutely ridiculous shit because everything in their life is based around being a victim and based around being proud of carrying their baggage and based around um, this ideology of who's the most victimized. I don't play the victim on anything. I play the victor, okay? And I've been through more horrible shit than the average SJW times 10. Instead of defining my life by the horrible things that have happened, I've defined my life by overcoming that and more than overcoming that, by becoming a success and by being positive, okay? It's all about being positive. I don't live in the past. I don't constantly relive these terrible things. I don't go to therapy to talk about them. That's in the past. That's something that happened to me, some shitty thing that I moved past, that I toughened, that toughened me up. No matter what happened to you, no matter how bad it is, you can always flip that to a positive, okay? I'm reading, I was reading a book about this guy who went to jail in Thailand and he'd been in jail for 23 years here. And, you know, he was a Western guy and the conditions and the shit he, he's been through is absolute hell on earth. But everything of, every single thing out of this guy's mouth is positive. You know, he started painting in jail. He became an artist. He started imagining fantasy art galleries. You know, he um, found God and started looking, how can I help the other prisoners? Every single thing that happened to this guy that would kill most men, he flipped to, how can I make this a positive? Um, you know, instead of being the victim, how can I be the victor here? You know, how can, how do I find a way to win? Okay. Anything that's going wrong or, or you know, in my business or in my life, I ask myself, how do, how do I find a way to win? Okay. Um, how do I flip this negative to a positive? Because you're either negative or you're positive, and that's it. You're either the victim or you're the victor. So take your power back and don't let other people have that hold on you over, over, you know, having victimized you. Okay, flip it to the victor, not the victim. All right, that's it, guys. Manliness in 22 points, and this is not the kind of manliness you hear on, you know, these generic manliness. Um, you know, f fetish websites where being manliness is buying the right moleskin notebook, you know, like Esquire or GQ or, you know, knowing not to wear white after Labor Day or knowing what kind of vodka and what kind of cigars to buy. That's fucking a facade of manliness. Okay. This is the real shit. Manliness is not what you have. It's not, you know, what you can buy. It's not the kind of vodka to, to drink. It's not the accessories you know how to wear. Manliness is your character, okay? It's your character of being a man. Manliness is being able to live 25 years in a Thai prison and come out of the side, come out the other side a stronger and tougher guy. Manliness can't be taken away from you, okay? 
all these accessories, all these accoutrements that GQ and Esquire and these bullshit sites sell you can be taken away, but your character as a man can't be taken from you. Okay. That's what it's about guys. And, uh, I want to thank you for watching this video and I hope that you got some value out of it. All the best.